Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast this Monday morning. Good to have you along with me as we get the week started out. Hope that you had a wonderful week wherever you are in your church. And and I know that some had to fight weather. And I'm here. It's just a little bit cloudy, overcast, and a few flurries in the morning, but nothing serious. I'm cleared up throughout the day. Today's going to be a Beautiful day, and then tomorrow is supposed to hit us pretty hard, but I'm looking forward to a good day of serving the Lord, seeing what God can do. Um, had a great day in church yesterday, um, full auditorium, packed auditorium, both services, and then people saved, baptized. We're off, we're off to a great start here at Maranatha Baptist Church, and I want to say to our church members, um, let's keep it up. You're doing a great job. And um, we, we, are, we are well on our way to having a great year of people saved and baptized and looking forward to the growth. We are we're well above last year's attendance at the same time and excited about, hopefully in about two weeks in the new auditorium, if everything goes well, um, looks like we're right there and um, calling for some inspections this week. Pray for us if you would, looking forward to that. Also want to encourage you now as we, as we start getting closer to the month of February, um, to ask you to register for the Old Paths Conference if you're coming. Um, I want you to join me this year and come to the conference. And um, I know there's some expense of getting here. There's no expense for the conference. It's free. I promise you, I believe with all my heart, you'll find it worthy of your investment. Um, okay, let me put it this way. What's the, what's, what's, um, what's the worth of an investment of seeing many lives change versus just a few? I believe if you come to this year's conference, you're going to see a whole lot of ways that you can increase your ability to see people saved, people baptized, the church to grow, whether you're a lay person or a pastor, I'd encourage you to come, be a part of that. Let's see what God can do. Would you come register at the oldpastconference.com and um, register now. Let's get, let's get it going. And I want you to make sure that you're coming for the conference. Well, today, I want to, let's talk about avoiding the rich temptation um, what we call the rich temptation. First um, Timothy chapter six, verses nine and 10, Paul said to Timothy, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lust, which drown men, get this now, he says, in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierce themselves through, um, through with many sorrows. Now, there are several misunderstandings about God's perception of riches and money. Now, God knows that we have to have money to live, but he also knows the danger that money can cause. So he cautions a young Timothy to be careful about how he focuses on money. Now, he gives us several lessons that we can learn as we read these two verses that I just read to you first. God is not saying that being rich is a sin. Now, if being rich was a sin, many of the people that God used in the scriptures would be bad examples to follow. Uh, many of the great patriarchs in the Old Testament were wealthy men. God just says that being that, that they that will be rich or they that focus on being rich, that's what leads to sin. Abraham was a good man, but he was wealthy. Um, David was a wealthy man. Solomon was a wealthy man. We can go through the list of people who are wealthy in the scriptures. Now, Job was a wealthy man. Now, understand, it's not the wealth, the money that makes a person bad. It's the focus on it, second. God's not saying that money is evil. So money in itself is not evil. But it's loving money that moves you to become 
an evil person. When you love money to the point that you will do anything to get it, get this now, including hurting others along the way, that then becomes evil. Third, God is not saying that you cannot serve him and be rich. When you read the New Testament, you find there were some who were wealthy, and yet they served God. Now, you can be wealthy and serve God if you keep your focus right, which is on God. Fourth, God is saying that a focus on being rich leads to foolish and hurtful lust. Now, the reason the focus on being rich leads to foolish and hurtful lust is because you involve yourself in many schemes that will take your money and will hurt your ability to pay your bills. Now, many have gone after these get-rich-quick schemes, which has hurt their ability to pay their bills. Now, if you want to avoid foolish and hurtful lust, stop being focused on being rich. Um, a lot of people have gone to seminar after seminar after seminar, paying thousands and thousands of dollars to learn how to be rich, and yet what they find is after they go to the seminar, they, they learn the same thing that they've already learned. My friend, you can. there's only so many money principles. After a while, you just got to work what you know. Fifth, God is saying that loving money leads to evil. So loving money is looking at every person as a commodity to use to get money, no matter what you must do to them to get it. I like to put it this way. It's like putting money right in front of your eyes and all you see when you're looking at people is you see that money. Now that's a wrong way to live. My friend, when you love money, you'll do anything to get it and that means, you'll, that means you're going to hurt people to get, to get it. Now, now you've got to stop that because instead of using money to get dumb people to serve God, we use money to, to, get, to get them to help us. Now that's the wrong thing. So you've got to understand. Now six, God's saying that loving money takes you away from the faith. You'll notice that those who love money, money earn from the faith. So when your whole desire is to make money, you won't care how much church you miss, how much Bible you read, or how many souls you've led to Christ because those things become secondary to making money. Now, those who love money are willing to compromise whatever they believe and miss their spiritual duties of service for the sake of getting wealthy, and that's wrong. Seventh, God is saying that loving money leads to many sorrows. The love of money and the focus on being rich has led many to regret and have to, have to many to live regret and sorrow, and a great mess that they have to clean up afterwards. Now, many have destroyed their relationships, their marriage, and their testimony for Christ and their walk with God, all for the sake of being rich. Now, what's the answer to this? The answer is to keep your keep faith as your focus and learn that money is only a tool to help us to propagate the faith to the lost world. If I keep serving God as my primary focus and never allow myself to miss or quit anything that I'm doing for serving God, then I'll find that I can have a proper perspective on riches and, uh, and my faith in God. Now, understand this. So I'm not saying that getting rich is evil. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying having money is wrong. I'm saying focusing on it, keeping that focus on it. My friend, let's be careful about this thing of money. Let's make sure we keep in the proper perspective. God is right. That's who we serve. We keep our focus on God, on serving God, our duties of God. Money helps us to finance that. If God allows us to make a lot of money in the meantime, wonderful. But let's not make the focus on riches. Let's make the focus on serving God. 
you'll find when you serve God that God can use you. Some people just have the knack of being able to make more money than others. Nothing wrong with that. But you'll find that those who are like that, if you serve God, God can help you to make more money if you keep him first. Never put God second to money. Anytime God moves down and money moves up above God, money then becomes evil. Well, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. Now, let's remember today as we go throughout the day, let's be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.